0: welcome to inside flicks this is a movie discussion podcast my name is mike and like always i'm here with my two brothers richard and raymond in this episode we're going to take a look at black widow the highly anticipated new marvel film kind of a, a spin-off or a standalone film prequel and that stars obviously scarlett johansson um Let me play a clip, and we'll be back.
1: You don't know everything about me. I've lived a lot of lives. Before I was an Avenger. Before I got this family, I made mistakes. Choosing between what the world wants you to be. And who you are.
0: All right, Rich, let's start this off with, uh, with the cast. Uh, tell us about the cast. The cast, uh, along with Scarlett Johansson, was uh, Florence Pugh, David Harbour, Rachel Wise, Ray Winstone, uh, O.T. Fabini, and William Hurt. Okay, and who's the director of this? Uh, Kate Shortland. And she's an Australian filmmaker. She has done some indie films, uh, not really that known. Scarlett Johansson fought for her. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she did a couple... I think she did a movie called Lore that was a WW2 drama um, that uh, did well in the festivals. This, But this is her biggest movie yet. What's the synopsis? What's the official synopsis for this movie, Rich? Uh, Natasha Romanoff, a.k.a. The Black Widow, confronts the darker parts of her ledger when a dangerous conspiracy with ties to her past arises. Persuaded by a force that will stop at nothing to bring her down. Natasha must deal with her history as a spy and the broken relationships left in her wake long before she became an Avenger. Yes, so this is kind of set, I guess, right after Civil War? Is it right after Civil War? That's what they keep saying. So it's like in between Civil War and Infinity War. Mm -hmm. And uh, we see Black Widow on the run. Right. She's a... Wanted building, <laughs> wanted criminal. I guess yeah. Civil war just happened. Yeah, and so basically, this movie is just kind of a like a fam, family reunion where she reunites with her Russian spy family, and of course, that's played by Florence Pugh, who is her quote unquote younger sister, David Harper, David Harper, who is kind of the the father figure. And Rachel, and Rachel Weiss, Weiss is the mother. And um, let's not start with spoilers just yet. Let's just give our first reactions uh, reactions to the to the movie. Uh, eventually, at the end, at the end, we'll definitely get into more spoilers. But for now, let's just just say our first reactions. Uh, Rich, what's your thoughts on Black Widow? <laughs> well, for being the first big MCU for like two years because um, of the pandemic and all. Um, uh, I, I was aching for another MCU movie, so I think it, this movie's okay. It could have been better, mm-hmm. but I think it's uh it's an adventure. It's an adventure. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a, it's um it's a fine movie. I mean, it's, it's, it's okay. It's, 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 uh, it's, it, it fills its need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, it's, uh, it does a scratch. Does a scratch or itch? The Marvel yeah, itch he had. I mean, uh, yeah, but it's thanks to like uh, you know the characters love, uh, especially like David Harbor, and uh, I, I think Florence Pugh was pretty good too. Really? Yeah, I, w- I was not a fan of Florence Pugh's character, uh, Elena. Yeah, Is that her name. I thought she was. Well, I'll go into it later probably with the spoilers, but I thought she, she 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 was okay. I mean, I like I I obviously kind of really liked David Harbour's Red Guardian. Mm-hmm. He was like kind of the only. I mean, surprisingly, the, he's like the only superhero person in this movie. Uh, no, you can't say that. I mean, I mean, you know, it's Black Widow, and but she's well, kind of like a spy. right? Well, I mean, someone who has like super. Powers, actual oh, okay. superpowers. All right, superpowers. Okay, yeah. I mean, kind of. I feel a little bit like you, Rich. I think I. I don't hate this movie, but I, I certainly see its flaws. Uh, yeah, it definitely has uh, flaws with the script and some of the direction, and uh, but overall, I, yeah, it, it's 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 just okay. I mean, I like it. It's 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 yeah. It's I find some of the I really enjoyed the action scenes, and I found those scenes very entertaining but to be honest if i have to go back and really think about the movie i probably would see a lot of the plot holes and a lot of the deficiencies in in the script because there is a lot and it, a lot of it just fails in the sense that of of the, of the purpose of this trying to be a black widow spin off, i don't think that we really get a sense of who the character is any more or less than we already knew from the, from the franchise. I mean, it's
1: just... The Budapest movie would have been better. A Budapest movie with her and Hawkeye would have been better. You know? Oh, yeah, sure, yeah,
0: sure. I, I kind of was uh, hoping for that, but ever since, you know, hearing the, the synopsis for this leaking out, I knew it wasn't. Oh, yeah. Uh,
1: well, here's the thing for, for me, because... Uh, well, like, let me let me let me start off uh, from the beginning, like when the, the trailers for this movie started dropping and everything. Because I've been really, really looking forward for this to this movie for for a long time. I I thought this had the potential to be one of the best MCU movies, uh, in big part because my one of my favorite MCU movies still to this day is uh, Captain America: The Winter Soldier, and the reason I love that movie so much is because I thought it really felt the like it pushed the uh, the MCU and the comic book genre in a and a bit of a more mature uh, territory while also still remaining, you know, true to being, you know, a comic book movie and an MCU film. Mm-hmm. And I feel that this movie really, even in its story, it had all the potential to do that. But at the same time, it fails at doing it. Yeah. And um, it really, it really dis- disappoints me a lot, man, that this is like this, that this ended up being the Black Widow movie because... Uh, it the, the character deserved better. I think Scarlett Johansson deserved better, and I have I have I have a I have a ton of issues with the script with with uh with, I will have to get like in in the in, in spoiler in yeah. the spoiler section like to talk about it. But let I let have me, a lot of problems with let this movie. Let me ask well, you. Let me ask you this:
0: Do you feel like what Stephen Dorff recently said? Are you embarrassed?
1: <laughs> uh, no, uh, embarrassed for uh, Scarlett Johansson uh no but i i am i do i am baffled (laughs) that she fought so hard for this director because i think the biggest issues with this movie are because of the director because i look the script has issues yeah but i think the biggest problems are because of uh some directing choices and maybe the director not even really wanting to make this movie and wanting to make something else but I don't, we'll never
0: know that. I don't I mean.
1: know. I don't know if it's the director's
0: fault because to it's me, because that-
1: the movie seems the movie seems very conflicted. Like at times, it feels like it's trying to be an indie film. Like especially like the opening scene. Like it really like in the, uh, the opening, like you see like Black Widow with like blue hair, blue hair, and it's like got this in, indie style, and it feels like you know you're watching a prequel to Blue is the Warmest Color. <laughs> it's ridiculous.
0: Well, uh, it and. It's it's a spy movie and w- being a spy movie, it's a James a female James Bond movie. But we're not getting the uh, Daniel fails, Craig, we're true. not getting the Daniel Craig version. We're getting the Pierce Brosnan version or the Roger Moore
1: version. <laughs> or
0: whatever the blue. No, Roger I, I
1: wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. I, I think they're 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 trying to go for a Jason Bourne vibe. Yeah. Oh right? uh, yeah. I, I, I uh, Yeah, I got that I, sense I, a too. A bit more Jason. A bit more Jason Bourne than like a, I don't know James Bond or Mission no, Impossible. No, but I'm I'm saying because james well, bond because the, uh uh she even has a um
0: uh like her own cue or whatever like uh that guy who uh right the go-to uh, guy i have, yeah. have,
1: a, have a lot of problems with that character mm-hmm.
0: well he yeah he's the
1: uh he, he he's, the, he's just uh, lazy writing
0: well, that's the he's guy, That's he, the he's the guy who supplies you with everything you need for the right price, and mm-hmm. if you give him enough time, you could get whatever you want. Yeah, the uh, weapons expert. Yeah, yeah. But
1: they ended up turning him into just like another love interest. Like, I, a, and then, I don't think so. I didn't. I don't find that at all. I, I in
0: fact, I thought they were going to do that, and they didn't. But I, 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 mean, I
1: felt, I, I felt they did another like you know. Uh, will will they won't they type of thing like w- oh, w- with her once again I, and, and I am a little frustrated that they keep doing this with this character they're oh. almost like just making her feel like a high school girl or something <laughs> well I didn't fi- I, but that's the way I read it and I, also and also in in interviews the actors said that they're supposed to be something oh really <laughs>
0: oh no I didn't yeah. feel that at all I actually try to look for it look for signs but it really feels like the, the thing is, Black Widow really feels like someone who is just so isolated, so so uh, comfortable being by herself. You don't really see her as someone who who wants to be in any kind of romantic relationship with anybody. I a mean, la I, James Bond. <laughs> well, no, come <laughs> it, James Bond has uh, relationships with everyone. That, well, yeah, the, I know, but <laughs> he's never uh, yeah. serious. Sometimes. But I mean, Black Widow is not like is not. The, the,
1: no, but it seems like that's what she's trying to be, but she but she won't actually go there like James Bond. <laughs> She'll just like flirt around it, well, which I... makes her just feel like a little girl.
0: Let me let me ask you about the Black Widow character. I mean, were were you a big fan of this character? while watching the franchise well yeah but um uh, i i would have much rather uh her be uh with um with uh uh jeremy Renners character i mean a uh, pair up with that um, um uh, this one this one would have been a really cool Marvel team up movie mm. well i think yeah. the 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 idea here is that Everyone wants her to have this solo movie that she doesn't really need another character to prop her up or anything like
1: that. But the thing is, she has a she has a great backstory. Yeah, that's 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 another thing, you know. And that that it's a backstory that I think kind of deserved a movie, Mm -hmm. especially after they've been after I think after they teased it in uh, Avengers, um, the second Avengers film, Age of Ultron. Mm -hmm. Ever since that movie, I think they, I I really wanted a Black Widow film.
0: Mm. Yeah, but it would it would have felt
1: La Femme Nikita and uh,
0: I mean we've seen it. I mean, like what you said, the red red uh, uh, what was that Jennifer? Um,
1: uh, Yeah, but yeah, but Red Sparrow's a better movie than this. (laughs) So I would
0: have I would have preferred if they had at least done that. Well, watch (laughs) Alias, Raymond. What's your thoughts on Black Widow? You're a big fan of this character.
1: Well, I wasn't I wasn't really aware of the character until Iron Man Two. And then but uh I I I loved Scarlett Johansson in that movie I thought she was fantastic and uh I've been I I pri- I liked her more and more with each appearance in every film like she was even better in Avengers and even better in Captain America the Winter Soldier and yeah I I've grown to become a big fan of of this character uh in many ways she's kind of you can kind of make the argument that she's kind of the best character in, in the group like she's the oh, most wow. grounded wow. she's the most grounded at least but this movie failed (laughs) this movie failed the character i think it's a it's a very mediocre film uh you
0: know other although i do like the action scenes in the film it's very much a run of the mill standalone marvel movie that probably is more kind of it's probably the most unimportant film in the mcu i mean this movie is like kind of pointless in the sense that it's it feels more like a bonus film for fans who can you know who who can't get enough of the marvel you know marvel movies they just eat it up this feels like a little bonus movie that that, that they have put, but this put out have,
1: this could have been this could have been like of just it wouldn't have been like in the porn one but it could have been a really special one. yeah i would like you i i
0: i was not familiar with the the, the character in, in the comic form, but I, I what Scarlett Johansson did with this with this character, I thought was there's a lot of potential here, and I agree with a lot of fans that she didn't really give that much uh, room to grow in the character. I mean, she is kind of like a you know a kind of a uh, a placement holder for a lot you know for for when, if tony stark is gone put black widow there if captain america is gone let's put her there she's a little bit like she's a side character basically in this whole franchise and so when they said that uh she needs her own movie i go yeah that makes total sense to me D- despite the attempt to right the wrongs of turning her into a side character. They made her a side character in her own
1: movie, which defeats the purpose of the whole thing. I, I didn't. I didn't feel that way. I felt yeah, it was I, still kind of her movie.
0: Yeah, I. I, 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 I didn't mean, feel that much as, as well. But uh, the only thing they really failed in this film was uh, developing a, a villain. That's all. Oh yeah, the villain's just kind of ridiculous. It's like it's James. That's why we bring. That's why I bring up James Bond. That's what I think. That's why you bring up James Bond, Rich. Yeah, I feel. More has things more in common with the James Bond franchise than say something like the Captain America or Iron Man r- movies. Uh, this is a dumb spy action movie that at times I felt very entertained
1: because yeah. the,
0: the you know uh, the, it could have been worse. Oh, it could have been a lot but, worse, but I, I mean, I've ca- I've but got it could have been a I lot mean, better. I, too.
1: Yeah, I've got to say I didn't, even, I personally didn't even think the action in this movie was good. Mm. So for me, this movie, like the only thing that worked in this for me. Is the cast and that's one thing i will say i think everyone in the cast was actually really good I, I had no i have no issues with any of the performances in this movie that i can think of i was pre, i was happy with everyone um and but that's pretty much kind of where my compliments end i mean i, <laughs> I think the story is good as I, I don't think it's i don't think it's well executed but mm-hmm. i think the story is it, it's good it could have been
0: better uh my, my fear from watching the trailers was that this movie my fear that this movie was gonna going to have some really bad action set pieces and some really terrible computer effects. I thought after watching, I go, no, this is some really kind of decent stunt work. There's some really decent effects. I enjoyed the action scenes because you know it's a Marvel film. It's a Marvel it's film. Marvel. I mean, they they it have it, the infrastructure was, already built to do that. I mean, they have a stunt team already.
1: already. Zach. didn't you think though it was kind of shot very shoppy and very like
0: <laughs> that's the editing. It felt, it felt, i mean that's i mean
1: i hated it i hated how it looked like it, it just it wasn't it didn't look as good as the action in other marvel movies and it didn't look as good as the action in other movies that it's inspired by like in the Bourne films or in the james bond films or in the mission impossible films you know the action just it, I hate to say it but it reminded me of like the Taken sequels mm. and that's kind of what this felt like to me like not even like a, a Marvel movie that was like good enough for D- Disney Plus like it, this felt like a direct to DVD Marvel movie but with like a big budget that just went down the toilet <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, before we get to our grade, let's talk about the way we saw this movie. Now, me and Rich saw this on um, Disney Plus Premium Access. It's, it was thirty dollars. Mm-hmm. And Raymond, you went to the movie theaters for the first time in a year.
1: Yeah, this is my first time going back to the movie theater in a year and a half. Um, before going uh, before the pandemic, I used to go to the movie theaters like anywhere between like like I'd say three to eight times a month. You know, just depending what type of movies were out. If there was something that I wanted to see multiple times, uh, I'd go a lot, especially during the summer. Definitely up to eight times a month.
0: <laughs> you yeah, had that um, AMC pass, right? Thing.
1: No. Oh no! Well, oh no! You, I, you had I, to... I go to I go to Cinemark. There's there's there isn't an AMC by where, oh. by where I live. Oh, okay. But um, yeah, and I I, I loved going to the movies. So uh, I was exci- I wanted to pick a good movie to go back to. I wanted I wanted to pick the right one. Um, I skipped uh f9 i was like you know i saw the mixed reviews for that so i was like yeah I'll, you can't marvel can't can't do wrong <laughs> <laughs> so i was like yeah i'll I'll go see black widow and was
0: was there a lot of people there
1: or? yeah how's it turn out you when i bought my ticket it looked like it was going to be packed right mm-hmm. like it, like i bought it on the app and like all the tickets were like all the seats were full and stuff and i was like okay whatever it's gonna be packed it's like like the like the old days Mm -hmm. and um when i went in there it felt like maybe it was like a fourth full oh so i don't know if people like canceled their tickets or i i don't know but that was weird yeah but it was only like a fourth full but it it looked on the app when i bought it like it was gonna be a full full house and Mm -hmm. it didn't didn't turn out that way and you were in the so that was interesting Yeah, you went like at four o'clock or something, right? I went. I went. I went first showing thir- Thursday night at five. Oh, okay, and, yeah, um, yeah, Thursday, yeah, opening night. Yeah, and yeah, and it was one one fourth full, but um, but you know what, I I got to say, I I kind of hated the theater experience going back because everyone was like talking, Uh-oh. people. <laughs> The theater smelled like hot dogs i don't know if like everyone in the theater was just like decided to buy a hot dog for this movie but like it stank like hot dogs it was horrible welcome <laughs> back to the movies the sticky yeah, floors and, the smelly mm-hmm.
0: hot dogs
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it, it was just it was it was annoying after after a while you got used to it but um I, I forgot how used to how used to I got to all of that stuff back in you know when I was going to the movies frequently. <laughs> you, you, and could zone, you could zone that shit out you know mm. yeah, now now it's more difficult, but you know what I gotta say, one of the reasons why I love going to the movies is even even when I watch a really bad movie or a really mediocre movie if I'm in a movie theater because it's, you know, I'm in, watching in such a big screen on such a loud sou- sound and dark screen. I'm always invested. Yeah. I'm always awake. I watch the whole movie and I've got to say, if I wasn't in the movie theater, I think I would have fallen asleep during this. Oh, whoa, mm. no way. I think I would have, because this was kind of like wrath of man for me in many ways. But, mm. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it I kind of appreciate Wrath of Manmore in this movie if I really... (laughs) <laughs> this had a better script than Wrath of Man, I think. Though, like the dialogue in Wrath of Man was really, really bad. But... Well, I think you're you're saying when we were talking about Loki that
0: you were kind of feeling the Marvel fatigue. Maybe that has something to do with you know the way you feel. No, but about... I
1: was like really looking forward to this movie mm. though. Like this, like because like my my favorite movie or one of my favorite movies, like I was saying earlier in MCU, is Captain America: uh, The Winter Soldier. Yeah. And one of my, and my favorite Disney Plus show so far. I think has to be a uh, Falcon and the Warner soldier. I, yeah. I absolutely loved it. I, I you know, the writing wasn't perfect the, the whole time. I thought the writing in the first episode wasn't great and in the final episode. It wasn't the best either, but the story really, really uh, like blew me away. And I thought it, it I, di, I did not know that story could be that good. Yeah. And, yeah. and I thought this could, this had the potential to, you know, follow in that footsteps. Do, and it do you think, failed.
0: do you think maybe this could have been better if it was a mini series? I think it could have been better with another director. <laughs> uh, I don't think it's the director's fault, but you know, I'll, we'll talk about that later. Um Rich, <laughs> your your feelings of watching this movie at home on premium access Disney Plus, what, what's your thoughts on that? Nothing. It's
1: same as normal. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean like like it's, it's you're you enjoyed paying $30 for it. You, well, you, you wouldn't have preferred to pay but, but, like uh, $10. the last one, right? <laughs> I mean, no, yeah. but I mean, this
0: is the first time where we, I mean, look, I, I've i been a big proponent of, of releasing movies at the same, you know, VOD, day or, uh, what's it called? Day and Date? Day and Date. Right. Day and yeah. Date. This is a really big movie. And oh, yeah. It did fantastic. I mean, it, it beat F9. It did, yeah, it did better than F9 in the movie theaters, uh, which I think really destroys that argument that you could release a movie in theaters and also on premium access or VOD, whatever. I think there there is a model here that you could release these movies on the same time. And to me, that makes a lot more sense because you're promoting the movie. You don't have to. I'll
1: tell you. I'm sorry for interrupting, brother, but I'll tell you why this uh, we, this is an experiment that's uh, not quite done yet because what's going to really matter is the second weekend because what's the problem with releasing day and date is that people will have access to make... Um, torrents of this much easier much easier which will kill repeat viewings for the theatrical room.
0: yeah but uh it's already been reported that it's, you know, it made 80 million dollars in the opening weekend and 60 million dollars on disney
1: plus so 60 million i mean it's really close i mean that's but let's see let's see how if it has a small drop then i think great but, but if it has a huge drop like f9 did or bigger then i think but that's six,
0: 60 million that's that's like you know good overall i mean i mean uh, 60 million that's that's all their take i mean they don't have to share that with the movie theaters right but i'm well my point is that there's two there's really two streams of 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 revenue here there's our people who go to the theaters because they love that movie theater experience but there's also people who couldn't care less and they just rather see the stuff at home uh obviously i don't want the movie theaters to go out of style i think there's certainly there's a uh, a crowd of movie fans or community of movie fans who want to see it in in movie theaters but there's also a big crowd or a potential big uh, market for watching these big movies
1: at home too yeah i I agree with that i agree with that but i just think um that could kill the repeat viewings for theaters which is very important for uh the survival of these uh Uh, you know, superhero films and stuff like that, so well
0: uh i just i was very pleased to watch this at home (laughs) i'm i Mm -hmm. i've been waiting for this moment Uh, unfortunately it came after a global wide pandemic i didn't want that to happen but i actually love the idea that we're getting to see these big time movies at home at the same time because i'm I'm not a big theater guy i mean uh i'm i'm like raymond i hate people (laughs) eating hot
1: dogs oh yeah man and because it's a marvel movie you have no idea how many uh babies were in the theater and how many like little kids and and this is like not a m- marvel film for children so i mean like kids were like families were walking out and stuff cuz this is not family <laughs> material <laughs> but anyway
0: uh let's get to the grade rich uh uh how would you grade this i'm going to give it a b minus it wow. was oh, really it was entertaining it was it was entertaining enough uh yeah i it. was going to go c plus but i'll just go ahead and give it B minus I, I'm gonna give this a C plus. I, I think it's a uh a, it's a mediocre film. It's had some really good um, action scenes that I, I enjoyed. But the plot and what they did to the character I didn't like at all. I think I think it the more I think about the movie, the more I don't like it. And so I'm just gonna give this kind of a, a, a an, just a, a bare minimum recommendation. And I think if you watch it more than once I think you're going to see a lot of the flaws and you probably won't enjoy it as much uh, the first uh as much as the first time you saw it. So um just watch it once and that's it. <laughs> no, I I enjoyed it. I mean it's just, yeah, okay. That's fine. Uh Raymond, uh what what's your grade?
1: Well, I I I have some caveats on my grade. <laughs> because the thing is because it's a Marvel movie I have to give it a C plus. <laughs> mm, really? Okay. I have to give it a C plus. But the thing is if this wasn't a Marvel movie, I know I would give it a C minus. That's the thing. And that's why I have to give some give some caveats. Look, I do not recommend paying $30 to see this movie. I do not recommend going to theaters and see this movie. I recommend waiting. There's nothing I think really that that important in this movie that you need to see i Uh, actually don't even think there's nothing that to spoil i I mean we're going to do a spoiler section but like there's only like one or two things to spoil and they're not they're only related to the movie itself it's not even related to the the
0: greater mcu because there's not really this movie is not really connected to anything else well,
1: there's the post-credit Not, scene, which well, I guess we'll yeah. so, yeah. But
0: I mean, it's... it's really kind of a this is really kind of a non-essential film for 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 fans who kind of keep up with all the details of the MCU. But, but,
1: but that's fine, you know. We we should get movies like that every now and oh, then. Yeah. You know, I'm down for I'm down for movies like that. It's just that this kind of fails at that, and also, you know, before we get to the spoiler section, <laughs> you know, we could talk about we could talk about this because this isn't spoiling anything, but. I didn't think it was going to bother me that this movie was a prequel and takes place, you know, after a Captain America Civil War. Mm. But I got so annoyed of all the constant Captain America and Tony Stark references throughout this entire movie. Like, they overdid it this time. Like, (laughs) did you guys feel that at all, or am I crazy? No, you're crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I didn't... I didn't... I, I feel like they had at least, like, 12 of them in this movie. Nah... I mean, they
0: did have a lot of Captain America because Red Guardian is very jealous that Captain America is this big worldwide star, but uh, which would make sense. I mean, that's that's the way he's written in in the the film. Like he's kind of
1: a jealous guy. I wasn't really I wasn't really talking about Red Guardians. I actually I liked his uh, Captain America (laughs) references, but I was talking more Black Widows. Like especially it was a lot between her and her sister. But a lot of that just kind of felt like fan service stuff to me, and I got annoyed of it after a while.
0: Well, Raymond, uh,
1: where do you uh, rank this in, in MCU movies? Oh, in bottom. Um, I think it's better than Captain Ant-Man. Marvel. Ant-Man 2? And, and Ant-Man 2, I actually, the more time it goes by, I actually think it's the worst Marvel movie <laughs> ever. I, 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 of all the Marvel movies, I think Ant-Man and the Wasp really? is the worst. Really? It's more the worst. Than Thor, it has- Thor 2? I Thor Two is better than this movie in my opinion. Oh, um, oh,
0: oh, yeah. Thor yeah! This two movie sucks. sucks.
1: <laughs> but you give it a C plus. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, because it's a Marvel movie. I give Thor Two so, a C plus also. Because the thing is, like, there there's stuff to like in the movie if you're a fan of these films. But if you just like judge it like for what it is, it's it's not good. Well, Thor, I, I Thor Two is probably my the worst yeah. in my opinion, the worst MCU movie. Dead. The reason why I like Thor two though, like, sorry for interrupting, but the, the, <laughs> what make, what makes Thor two so enjoyable is the, all the stuff with uh, Thor and Loki, man. The the, the further developing oh, the, sure. the relationship, sure. all the stuff with Odin, all the stuff in Asgard. That's what makes that movie enjoyable, at uh, least, you all know? Right. at least that stuff. And Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel. Um, I just think Captain Marvel was more entertaining than this movie. <laughs> Okay. All right. All right. So, but I, I, but I would, I wouldn't, I would only watch these movies like if I'm doing a uh, whole MCU marathon <laughs> thing. Yeah, I got it. All right. And you could skip them, really, but I, I, but I'm a type of person that does it all. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. This is
0: not, this is a very mediocre film, and uh, so let's let's get into the to the spoiler section. So, if anyone yeah. out there who hasn't seen Black Widow. Uh, stop listening now or you know watch the movie and come back uh because we're gonna we're gonna talk about some of the scenes in the movie i don't think there's any big spoilers in uh other than than some of the you know i guess the villains some of the i mean i think that's probably the biggest spoiler but well so let's talk about the 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 film
1: taskmaster you want to talk you want
0: to start with taskmaster
1: yeah um let yeah let me let me start it off because I'm 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 not a huge Taskmaster fan. Like I'm only familiar with him from a couple of video games. I think I might have seen him in some cartoons, but I've, I like I'm not familiar with him from the comics or anything like that. I am aware that his like superpower, if you will, is that he's able to mimic the powers of like every superhero. And that's why in the movie you see him doing Captain America's moves and you see him doing stuff like, you know, like Black Panther stuff and yeah. he's doing all these different things. But in the And the movie, like, the explanation they give you for Taskmaster really only explains why he knows Black Widow's moves. Oh, yeah, yeah. So all the other stuff that he was doing was just fan service. Well, Well, I'm just saying that, uh, well... I know, oh. I know. Though I'm, I know. Before we get to the big thing, before we get to the big, I'm, just, I'm starting small. I'm starting with uh, just. Uh, oh no, we're in spoilers now. One, one, I mean, a... We're in spoilers. No, but so. I'm. No, but this is a spoiler too. What I'm saying, but this, but I'm, I'm, I'm starting small with Taskmaster before we get to the to the big one because there's there's a lot of problems with the way they handled this character. <laughs> no, it's Olga Kurylenko. Yes, we deserve better and. She's
0: five years older than Scarlett Johansson, (laughs) and and in the flashback scene, she looked like a child. Well, yeah, she's supposed to be much younger than Scarlett Johansson. Much younger, <laughs> but I mean, I mean, and also she's like the only kind of Russian actor in the movie, and yet yeah. she doesn't speak. Has <laughs> one line in the movie. <laughs> I mean, she has like an authentic Russian accent uh, if she wanted to, and yet she has uh, zero lines in the movie. Or she as has line one. In, she deserved. She deserved better <laughs> than this. I mean, they t- should have just. They should have just made her the the, the mother. Uh, they, I don't know. She's they could have. T- she's too young, right? It doesn't matter. I mean, uh, Ray, Ray Winstone's wife. And, oh. Ray Winstone's uh was it Dracov? Is that the character? Yeah, Dr- Dreykov, yeah. Dracoff, that was just a terrible villain too. Yeah. The villains in this movie is just a big stinker, man. Uh I didn't I didn't care for them. They didn't were they weren't I mean, Ray Winstone wasn't menacing at all to me. He was a cartoon of a person. He kind of re- I guess I guess the metaphor here was that, you know, he kind of represents like yeah, male uh, male dominance or yeah, oppression or or okay. chauvinist like oh, he has like a chauvinistic power. He kind of and I go, is this guy playing Harvey Weinstein in this movie? Because mm. that's what I thought. Maybe that's the, the the metaphor here. And maybe I I just I I go well. Then if you're gonna play Harvey Weinstein, let's 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 go for it. Let's let's talk about it. Let's let's talk about what makes him so big and so so threatening to this but system. this movie
1: this movie completely flushes flashes through it in the opening credits <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah you know it, mm-hmm. they gave us a little music video with like a a, a nirvana cover and that, <laughs> teen- that that that's enough that's that's your gritty that's all the grittiness you're getting <laughs> the teen
0: spirit uh uh, uh yeah cover which is i go oh my god why are
1: they doing this that's uh, that makes me that was a cringe moment for me i mean i like that the that the sequence that the title credits looked like a 90s music video but (laughs) i hated that they that all that was literally all that we're getting of of the backstory with black (laughs) widow but we're just getting it in a music video form and really quick and it's never going to be mentioned ever again (sighs) not even a flashback or anything which is something this movie, I think, needed. We needed some flashbacks. Well, the
0: movie. Let's start. Let's start with the movie. How the movie started. It Starts off with them. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> starts off as, as a family going undercover in America, which I liked. I really liked. Mm-hmm. They're in Ohio. It starts. I think it's 1995. It's the whole family. Uh, Scarlet or or Black Widow or or Natasha and uh, Elena are very young, mm-hmm. maybe tw- tw- fourteen and twelve or something like that. Less. Yeah. And less. so. And it does feel like uh, the Americans, the 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 TV series. So, what yeah. what's your feelings on that? The opening scene of that, starting the movie with this kind of undercover spy scenario. Yeah, I wish it was longer, but yeah, I
1: mean it was it, it was fun. I liked it. Uh, the execution of it didn't work for me, but I liked the idea of it, mm-hmm. so, uh, uh, script wise, and, mm-hmm. and just direction direction wise. None of none of it really worked for me.
0: Well, I would have liked to have known where David Harbour worked and all that, or whatever, like, also, where was he coming from? He, he got It's started. all from the perspective it's of a child. I mean, he doesn't look like the guy who is computer-friendly. It should have been Rachel Wise. It's all from the perspective of a child. It's an indie film. You're
1: not mm-hmm. supposed to care. Mm-hmm.
0: So, it flash forwards, like, maybe 21 years later, we see Black Widow. It's after Civil War. She's for, is forced to go on the run, and I. This is when I thought maybe this was the wrong idea. I would have probably prefer this movie to take place during the blip, the five year blip, where oh. she is the leader of the Avengers. Because I would have liked to see her and in, in that role and her taking care of that would have cool. Yeah, I, I think I think that was the probably the better, or for me, it would have been at least. Give her a li- little more things to do, and actually pays respects to the character because she's at this point in the blip, she is, yeah. the only one who's who's the glue that's keeping everyone together. Because without but, her, she is everyone will be falling apart. I think at that moment, at that time, that's her at her best in in this timeline in this franchise.
1: This, but Scarlett Johansson really wanted to. Uh... You know, tell the story, tell Black Widow's origin origin story, her background of like, of like you know these these girls, you know, you know, being controlled and, oh, yeah. and all this like corruption and and I think there's a real movie. I'm I'm with her. I think there's like a real movie to make there. And I think again, like I was saying in, in the the non spoiler section, there you could have really. Pushed this and make made a Marvel movie that maybe wasn't super important to the overall story, but that was very special for, you know, what, for, for the overall genre of a comic book genre. And could have been like just a, a very mature comic book movie. But I think this movie just kind of, uh, kind of, um, didn't really go there.
0: Well, what's your thoughts on, on, on this whole idea of this red mist? i don't know what that is (laughs) can someone explain me explain it to uh, me it it's it's like a it's like a uh, it it gets rid of the brainwashed or something it's 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 they're brainwashed and it the mist or whatever the um clears their oh so they're they're like hypnotized in a way right something like that right i thought that was poorly constructed that whole idea that this this little red mist is able to just kind of instantly give them freedom their freedom back and uh i, I thought it just it was like poorly poorly written in that sense well that
1: regardless that still goes back to what i was saying it feels that feels watered down and besides having them uh like having these like girls that were like tortured and uh are psychologically like you know uh you know effed up you know that because that's kind of what they set up in the opening credits, right? And that's kind of what we've always expected from Black Widow's background. I just think that the
0: you know there's a lot of elements in this movie where it's poorly constructed and never really thought out fully. And and I wish they kind of really delve into more of the kind of well, uh, it's look. a James Bond movie. Well, yeah, it's like a, a, a bad James Bond
1: movie. It's, yeah. it's just Pierce it's Brosnan
0: <laughs> James Bond. Yeah,
1: the the Holly Berry one, the Holly Berry James Bond movie yeah. uh, with Pierce. That's like what this has a lot in common with.
0: Well, it's very much the stuff that Austin Powers was making fun of, you know. There's femme bots here. There's cartoonish villains.
1: Oh man, and the way they
0: handled the Red Room, man, it's so disappointing. Oh. Well, describe it, that. You mean
1: it's in because it's in space or it's in the sky? It's floating. No, well not, well, not just not just that. I'm sure that's how it is in the comics or whatever. But, um, it just it, they could have. <laughs> Dude, when they're showing them like the Black Widows in training, it, it looks like hip hop choreography. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Like these are this is supposed to be like a, a bunch of Black Widows in training, right? It's supposed to be like brutal and like they're supposed to be like intimidating and it's just pathetic. <laughs>
0: uh-huh.
1: Well, I mean, I think I think
0: uh, um the whole the whole idea of this movie is that she needs to or Black Widow needs to get redemption. And the only way she is able to get redemption is to Destroy the red room again, but she thought she destroyed the red room before, right? She just she thought she killed off Drakov. Yeah. Yes. So it's why they're repeating themselves again. I mean, you basically took the only thing that she was kind of proud of—that she was able to kill Drakov in that moment, although she also killed, or she what she thought she killed the her Drakov's young's daughter, but.
1: It's like... I'll tell you why I'll tell you why okay. but, but but they didn't do it. <laughs> it it's to explore her background, and we got it in an opening credit sequence like in the in the music video style with Nirvana playing in the background <laughs> no but I mean this but is... that's the only reason why right I mean to to really explore all of that, but this is I that's mean... the reason to do it, and then I, I guess they gave us her family instead and they they right. f nineed us like here's a family you've never heard <laughs> of, <laughs> but I, I like
0: I go. Wh- that, I mean, you're you're taking away the, her only accomplishment in her life because that's what she thought that was the thing that redeemed her. She was she killed Drakov, and then they they go psych. No, you didn't actually. And actually, the Red Room is still a v- you know very much active, and there's very much Black Widow program is still very active. Actually, you're a big loser. I mean, I I just really thought the disrespect of this character in this movie was so kind of unheard of for, for potentially this is supposed to pay homage yeah. to the character. I mean, look at look at Florence Pugh. Okay, she plays a, um what's her name? Yelena. Yelena. She plays y- Yelena and she's basically making fun of Black Widow the whole through the whole
1: entire movie. And she's yeah, also... she's like Deadpool. <laughs> she even she even makes like a, a a superhero landing joke, like just like Deadpool. Yeah, it's very. Yeah. There's a lot of meta, you
0: know, humor in here. And she is basically making fun of the old Black Widow. Yet she's going to be the new Black Widow. I don't understand why is that the case. Why are you shitting on the main character just because she she's dead already? We know that she's dead. She dies in, in Endgame. But Florence Pugh is the new Black Widow. So the only way we could prop her up as a as a uh, as our new hero if she is making fun of the old hero and i go what disrespect that's a whole that's a big disrespect on on the character if this is supposed to be like paying homage to the character giving her a proper send-off i would have rather i would have rather have her um uh uh, 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 scarlett johansson's natasha romanoff believe that yelena was been had had died uh, um, also because i didn't and then you know. she was taskmaster. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, why, you know not, why not? No, 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 why not? That she she believed her to be dead or yeah, whatever. Yeah. because it really didn't didn't make no sense her uh, her being you know left the red room or whatever, escaped the red room, and knowing that um, Elena is still you know in the in their grasps well she says that she thought maybe she is living a normal life now and she doesn't want to, she said something like I, I i thought you probably didn't want to see my face or something like that and then she goes cop in out. and yeah, and she goes in to say well we're not really sisters anyway which is a terrible thing to say i i, I they also made natasha very much a horrible character in this movie because we it's revealed that she did kill or she thought she killed Drakeoff's little daughter daughter yeah which, which i go man that's very insidious you know but for we all a, for knew that she had we all knew it, that, she it, had read in her it, ledger
1: sure but yeah I mean, no that goes that goes with the character's background you know she did shady stuff she used to be a villain so sure. i'm okay with that i'm okay with that personally well i don't know i mean, maybe maybe you're right she's making <laughs> up her that's why she sacrificed herself
0: <laughs> sure but i mean i think there's a line to be crossed when you kill young kids to you know I and
1: mean, that's why that's the first time that she actually felt remorse. Sure. Because I'm pretty sure before that she was killing without no remorse. Like like Michael Bitchard. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I mean I just I I I thought this this home this these plot lines here, it's really weird and it really it's it seems that it was all a up to just for for Elena to take over and become the new Hero or a new person to to root for because Scarlett Johansson is most likely not going to come back. Her her contract is up, and she's most likely never going to be playing Black Widow again unless something you know something happens or something. But uh, I just I don't know. I just thought this movie was kind of just like Marvel's like let's make some money before you know before this buzz is over. Let's it really feels like we can make a a quick buck.
1: Yeah, they need to slow slow things down. Oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah, because, I, I mean... Loki. <laughs> <laughs> I You know, I'll say this really quick. I said Ant-Man and the Wasp is the worst thing in MCU. Loki might be worse. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Red Guardian before we go. Let's talk about David Harbour,
0: because I think we all agree that he gives probably the best, well, at least the best co-star
1: performance in this film well i think the whole cast is great i mean that i i don't i don't disagree with everything you just said mike about how they handle black widow and and and, and yelena i i agree with everything you said but here's the thing if it weren't for scarlett johansson's performance florence pugh's performance like i mean i would i would give this movie like a nap. <laughs> so I I, I I I well i i, 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 I don't disagree but I'm so glad that these actors are in this movie. <laughs> well, David Harbor's fantastic in it. Like everyone, everyone's so good. I, I even agree. The characters. I, I agree
0: with you that if this, if I didn't think the action set pieces here were any good, I would also give this an F too. I, I think because, and I hate, I hated the action. On yeah. this for,
1: So for me, like all that's mm-hmm. go, all it has going for it is actors.
0: <laughs> and I, I like the even though I didn't like the character, I did like Florence Pugh's performance. I think she's a talented actress but the way she
1: feels feel, she would fit better in a Deadpool movie, right? Like yeah. I want to see her team up with, uh, with like, and I want to see her in X-Force now. I don't want to see her in, 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 well, she, I don't want to see her. We're in spoilers. I don't want to see her go after Hawkeye. Right. I don't want to see that. Well, it seems like I don't want that. Well, it, it seems like they're. Gonna, th-
0: she's going to learn that Hawkeye's actually was uh, uh, Natasha's best friend. And they're going to team up. I don't, <laughs> <that either. laughs>
1: I don't want that either. I don't want that either. I want her to team up with, uh, uh, Ryan Reynolds and Josh Brolin. <laughs> well, that, oh, that's not going to happen. But I mean, I think Florence <laughs> she, Pugh is well, doing. Who knows?
0: Who knows? Well I think Florence Pugh is doing exactly what the character is written. She is written as a kind of brat. She's a brat. She's the younger sister. She's the annoying younger sister. She's the. That's brat. why
1: she would make sense with
0: uh, X Force, right? Oh sure, sure. But let's talk about uh, David Harbor because I think Red
1: Guardian. I I really like that character. I thought he, the way Faves he saves the movie. All right, let's talk about. Him. Okay, yeah, cause well, I gotta say when this when I was watching this movie in theaters, like I was I was so so disappointed, and I feel like it was maybe like fifty minutes into the movie or maybe an hour into the movie. Like once we're like in the prison, like with Red Guardian, that's really once I started to really have fun with the film. Like Red Guardian, I think, really saves the film. Like we, he we, we're introduced to him. He's like arm wrestling a bunch of people in prison. <laughs> like the like it's 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 an awesome sequence. He breaks this dude's arm. Like it's it it. He's fantastic, and like the accent's not great, but who cares? He's so fun <laughs> he's so fun uh what you, what what's your thoughts on on the prison break scene It's one of the most entertaining scenes in the movie okay, cool I'd say. that's what I felt too. I thought it was really good. or maybe the most entertaining scene in the movie <laughs> that I'd say that's the best scene, and the other best scene is uh, um the ending when when they're all falling in the sky, even though it's very generic marvel <laughs> falling in the sky right, right but it was it was still cool, yeah. But uh, those were the two; those were the only two action sequences I liked. Actually, but. I, I
0: think David Harbour's part in the movie is probably the only reason I would go back to watch some of these scenes. I think his scenes are the most funniest. I think he, he handles the the humor better than Florence Pugh. I think he yeah. understands the comedy bits, and I and he is the punching bag in the in the whole movie. He represents like the the bad father, the mm-hmm. the. The bravado of the, these type of superheroes. He's he, rep- you know, he's the punchy, but he's the joke. He's the butt of the joke. But
1: to joke. me, but to me, he's also and, and like kind of to like what you're saying, Mike. Uh, he he, to me, he's also like one of the new kind of standout characters that you always get in these Marvel movies. And uh, k- kind of like it w- what we were saying, I think all of that applies to like Drax the Destroyer. And I, mm. I think he kind of stands yeah. out in the same way that Drax the Destroyer stand out in the Guardians films. Yeah, yeah. Uh, There's always these like characters that, that just really make an impression and uh, or maybe like Korg and <laughs> <in the laughs> Thor Ragnarok or something the, like the, that. He's the lo- lovable dummy, the big dummy yeah.
0: kind of, uh, yeah
1: i feel this movie is very conflicted like it feels like multiple different types of films at times it feels a lot of times like it's clearly trying to be your typical marvel movie but i feel at times it's trying to be like a a, like maybe it's intentional but i feel at times like it's trying to be like a born film and other times it's trying to be like an indie film and Mm. i don't think it really does a good job at either of them it's just kind of just a sloppy mess of stuff.
0: Well, it, d- it definitely feels like maybe some scenes were rewritten and there's maybe some things that was reshot. But I think this very much feels like a, a Marvel product now. I don't think people put in put in consideration what Marvel has has done in the last couple years. They have built this infrastructure where where they now can produce movies and TV shows with a with a certain degree of proficiency it's kind of like the old Hollywood system. It's an assembly line. It's a conveyor belt system where the product is placed on the conveyor belt and it goes through the line and it goes through many directions or many, uh, many departments. So, you know, this movie needs a lot of action scenes. Well, let's go to the stunt department and here's the stunt team already set. It needs special effects. Well, let's go into the the effects department. It's already done. Uh, the movie needs a little bit more humor. Let's go to the script writing department and let, let some of the writers punch up the scripts or punch up the jokes. And really the director... Instead of actually like fixing the script. Yeah, so the director here, you know, Kate Shortland, she's basically just serving as someone who would shoot a te- television show because all this infrastructure is already set up and has been set up for, for years now. And it's just the, the way Marvel... The, does the movies so i don't really i don't really see this as a kate shortland black widow film this is very much a,
1: a black uh, Widow i, I, Marvel I movie. feel i feel a lot of the scenes just could have been executed better and i feel like another director uh could have actually because again we, I, I guess we we just have conflicting takes on certain things because like you know you like the action sequences i i only liked two action sequences mm. in this movie most of the action sequences in this movie for me were very choppy and um i didn't appreciate it it looked like a uh like one of the taken sequels or like a action movie with a action star that's just not able to keep up mm. uh that's what a lot of it looked like to me especially a lot of the combat unfortunately even some of the combat with red guardian i mean it, it just the movie just the action just let, let me down a lot and um i think an, uh, another director or maybe maybe it's not maybe it's not fair to put it on director but maybe action choreographer or just a different cinematographer maybe Mm -hmm. could have uh could have uh you know done a better job and unfortunately i think the action in the movie suffers at least it did for me and i think this is true to every marvel film the director is only
0: there to serve the actors portions of the movie to me it feels like a very much like what old hollywood used to do where the producer has more credit or more more power where the you know kevin feige has more power and i think if kate you know if she maybe if she was an oscar winner or maybe she had more esteem i mean she's not that much known. she's she has done some smaller movies and some critically acclaimed movies but she's not really known so she really doesn't have any power in this and i think if she was a bigger name she probably could pull her weight more but i think her job is really to just to film the the acting scenes and and get that done and because everything else is set stunts uh, you know so if you're having a problem with the stunts it's basically because you have a problem with marvel's stunt team you know what i mean because i don't think she directs directs those scenes maybe because
1: you because you know what let me let me add one thing i i think that the fight sequences on on loki have been laughable yeah yeah. Have been really laughable. And I think that I've been getting that same vibe from, from this movie, unfortunately. Um, and maybe, maybe that's just, maybe Marvel's just, I don't know. Maybe they switched their teams. Maybe uh, mm-hmm. they're, they're, I don't know what happened, but it, that I'm not impressed. All right. Uh, that was our take on black widow, which is now
0: available in theaters and also on Disney plus premium access for $30. Uh, um, yeah, so that was our discussion, and that was our review. Uh, Rich, if people want to hear our past r- episodes, where can they go? They can find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and they can find all our links on insightflix.com All right, uh, thank you for listening to InsideFlix. We'll be back with a new episode very soon. All right, bye-bye.